guys, my name is Melina Romnoth. I'm Hannah Fredley. And we're your hosts and fresh, and fresh, sorry, no longer freshmen, but sophomore here at Northwestern. This is Don't Tell Me Your Major, an interview podcast where we avoid getting to know people on the surface level with questions like what their major is, where they're from, and how old they are, but try to get to know them on a more profound level. That's how you really know the kind of person someone is rather than judging them based on pre-established stereotypes. We're also joined today by our lovely guest, Ida Bymanova, tell me if I got your name wrong, who is currently a junior here at Northwestern, although we won't tell you what her major is. Say hi. Hey guys, I'm Aida. It's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Thank you so much for hosting me today, Malena and Hannah. No, of course. But today we just wanted to have a little theme discussion. And I wanted to have a little fun with like the wordplay of being homesick versus sick of home. Especially as quarantine drags on and like people are either too stuck at home or stuck far away from it because they can't get back. So I figured we'd chat about that. Um, also, please forgive any audio weirdness because we all are on we all are on Zoom calling each other despite being in Evanston, which is kind of random because we're being the big safe from Corona at this moment in time. But hopefully, we see each other soon. So yeah, um, I guess my first question for you, Ida, and then you know Hannah and I can answer afterwards would be, um, where do you consider home? And right now, are you homesick or sick of home? Um, so I'm, I was born and raised in Kazakhstan, and although I went to high school in Singapore, I very much consider Kazakhstan home. Um, I did spend quite a bit of time in Kazakhstan due to COVID. I spent a lot of time um, in summer in Kazakhstan, which normally doesn't happen, which um, I guess it was a bittersweet situation. It kind of sucked to be stuck in Kazakhstan, but at the same time, I got to spend a lot of quality time with my family and especially my friends from home who um, all of us went to international schools growing up outside of Kazakhstan so it was really really nice to reconnect with them and I guess be like stuck together although it did result to us um, all getting COVID Mm. but um, I currently am healthy I am in Evanston and I'm not feeling too homesick because I'm very much in the mindset of uh, I need to grind this is the environment where I'm going to be the most productive and I'm just happy to be uh, safe and doing things I enjoy which right now are like my classes and hanging out with some of my friends from university okay Hannah tell us about home do you miss it what's going on there So home for me is France. I spent a lot of time this summer with my parents and my sister. I really, really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. But, you know, there comes that point after like, you know, two, three, four, five months where you're like, whoa, okay, I might need my own space right now. Like you have your parents on you like 24-7. You're like, oh, okay, I need out so I was really happy to come to Evanston and like get some sort of like social interaction outside of my family no I okay so like I'm exactly the same way where it's like I had such a good time being home this summer but I think it was tough because like like Ida I also graduated from Singapore wow so similar but (laughs) but um I graduated from Singapore and then my parents moved to DC. So I was home all summer with like no friends and they could kind of tell that I was losing it as much as like I enjoyed spending time with them. So I think like it's kind of like a balance. But now that I'm back, like I literally call my parents every day. Like I think I developed like an attachment to them again over the summer. Literally my mom was like, Melina, you don't have to call us every day if you're working. And I'm like, I'm going to call you every day. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that was, that was cute. But yeah. Okay. 
my next question is let me look at my list um what who in your life okay this is kind of sappy but like who in your life feels most like home and i mean you can't say your parents because like obviously you know it's probably going to be your parents because those there that's who you grew up with but um who do you feel like feels most like home and not your like you know your family or whatever um Ida, i'll let you go first so i can't say my twin because i actually have a twin sister and she's the definition of home to me can i can i can i not i guess you can i guess you can yeah Dude, I didn't know you had a twin. What is this? No, bro, I know I'm a twin. And you know, it's actually kind of crazy. Whenever someone is a twin, I can kind of sense that. Um, like, uh, you might know uh, Blake. Like, the other day I found out he was a twin. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Twins just have such a twin energy to them. Uh, but no, yeah. Being a twin growing up, the longest I've been separated from my twin for was probably like a week, even when we were in Singapore, you know, I I still remember, oh my god, that was such a random thing, I think we went to Greece and then my twin had meningitis, so she couldn't come to Greece with us, so we were like separated for a week and she's been forever salty um, about that, but coming like coming to college i guess and not being able to be with her i had major withdrawals and it wasn't even homesickness it was just like uh like a part of me was missing like literally like a whole half of me was missing and she's coming to visit very soon which i'm really excited about but something you don't realize when you spend your whole life um 24 7 with another person is that you have no idea how to call them it feels so incredibly awkward and unnatural to like dial them up on facetime or even or just like text them so we could go like I probably talk to all my friends from home and from Singapore more than her, just because we just don't know how to call each other. Um, so she would be my home for sure. And I know I kind of cheated the question, but I kind of had to go with her for this one. No, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I hear all these crazy things about, like, you know, how twins can, like, really feel each other in, like, a different way. I mean, like, some of it I'm sure is, like, superstition, but, like, I think that's so cool. But Hannah... Yeah, if you punch her, I'll feel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm definitely gonna punch her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh no, it was like a fun thing to do in middle school. People would be like, Will you like do you guys really feel each other? I'd be like, Well, you can punch her and we can find out and no, yeah, she wouldn't be too happy about it, but that was a thing. <laughs> okay, Hannah. Obviously your sister, but who else feels like home? I think um I'm gonna go with like the obvious choice is obviously like my closest friends from home. Yeah. So like I have like three girlfriends, specifically girls. I also have a lot of good um, like guy friends, but I want to mention the girlfriends specifically because it's like, you know, who you share your like secrets with and who you chat with at night. And if you have like problems or anything, those are the people you call up, you FaceTime and everything. Um, I also wanted to mention something funny um, that I mentioned is that when you have a sister and you're just used to being in the same household and sort of like seeing each other every day you're not used to calling them and so it's like it really is like so weird to call someone and like force out a conversation because usually you're just like hanging out around each other and like you know it's like day-to-day life no I totally so like yes I have a sister too and it's also funny because like I know Hannah like 
your sister and my sister like the same age and like have weirdly similar personalities and like when I'm home with my sister like I'll just go into her room and like annoy her you know but like I'll never actually have like a conversation like you know we started having more conversations now that I've been gone for college but like before that it was mostly just like go into her room and like punch her and then like leave kind of thing you know but uh <laughs> that kind of thing same for me yeah so I definitely I miss her a lot um and she feels like home but also like I moved a lot when I was, like, younger, um, and I had this one friend from Mexico City named Nando, and, like, he, I would, like, never have expected us to stay friends this long, but he came and visited me in, like, Singapore, and, like, to this day, like, I still call him, you know, like, all the time, and, like, we're taking, like, a class, an online class together and everything, and so it's good to have, like, those people you go back to from, I think, like, when you were little, like, when I was in, like, seventh grade, but okay, we're hitting time, so I'll say the last question, kind of rapid fire, but also kind of light before we wrap up, and I just say thank you. Um, what? So everybody's always like, oh, what's your comfort food, you know? But we've asked that on this podcast before. So my question is, which is what I've been thinking of kind of recently, is like, what's your comfort, like, drink? And it doesn't have to be, like, alcoholic, like, you know, we're pure beans, but, like, um... I, like, my roommate will just come and sit down with, like, a giant-ass glass of milk, and, like, I'm just, like, are you five years old? Like, what is this, dude? I love him, but it's, like, what are you doing? That's, like, a liter of milk you're drinking right now. That's not good for your intestines. And so, like, for me, I think the drink that reminds me most of home is probably, like, um, Ribena. I don't know if anybody's had that, but it's, like, black currant juice. And I had that. I used to drink that all the time when I was little. Um, so, yeah, Ribena for me is the drink that tastes most like home but yeah okay um, i expected you to say milo i'll be completely uh, honest yeah milo is for our our listeners milo is like this chocolate powder that's like mostly in singapore it's kind of like nesquik so yeah yeah i think it comes from australia so it's really big in australia as well but singaporeans are so obsessed with it that every high school fair we had we used to our school used to hire a milo truck and they would they would just like pour milo left and right and that was the best thing ever oh my god um, yeah but no yeah like i guess quickly um if i were to go with my comfort drink um it's not something i go for often because I kind of realized that lactose is really bad for you and I shouldn't really be having too much milk. But growing up, whenever I was sick or whenever, uh, I don't know, something was wrong, my mom would always make me hot milk with honey. Um, And actually yesterday, I don't know, yesterday I was like feeling a little down and I also made myself some hot milk with honey and I mixed up a bunch of turmeric in it because that's what mom would do if I was like proper sick. So just like honey, turmeric, maybe some pepper in there. And yeah right back home that's so cute that's what my dad does too he like he's indian so he would i remember him like bringing that up occasionally but okay hannah really quick what's your what's your home drink caprison or caprice <laughs> dude that's so facts although i have no idea how to pronounce it it's a constant debate in my i think we say caprison, caprison but i have no clue i don't know but okay that being said we're hitting our limit but thank you so much guys for coming on and hannah for hosting with me um this has been another great podcast of don't tell me your major brought to you by nbn audio see you guys in a couple of weeks Bye. Thank you, Elena. See ya. Bye. Bye.